Loading Nerd Track Program. Listen when ready. On how many people die. I would imagine a, a lot of people, people had to must have died. died. <laughs> there's no way that there aren't. All right, let's save it for the recording. <laughs> yeah, there aren't. There's not any good con- like confirmed numbers. Ish. We'll see. Because there's Gosh, some kind questions. of. There's something. Let's see how All we right. feel about it. Let's dive in because we have a very special episode um, of the scariest. Uh, I think this is probably the scariest TNG episode. It always scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. It, yeah, it was for me every time when I remember watching this for the first time. And I was, I was what, 12, 13 when this came out? Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like this, nightmares. This episode came out on my birthday. My, my f- <laughs> 14th birthday? Ooh. Yeah, this was, right, this was right before I turned 14. So <laughs> Yeah, it's in time to scare you. Welcome uh, to the Nerd Trick Podcast, everybody. I am Jeff, and I'm here with Phil. Hey, everybody. And David. Hey, guys. We'll see how long David lasts before he passes out. I'm a little tired. Woo! Too, whatever. I, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, whatever. All right. More importantly, we have two guests with us today. The Twofer. the one-two punch combo of John and Lauren St. Laurent. Uh, yeah. Welcome back. Man, this um, will, is this, now you can count your appearances on the show on two hands. Yeah, right. <laughs> just one. Is this the first husband and wife you've had together on the show? Uh, I want to say yes. I believe so. I yes. think so. Yes. That's fine. Because we've we've had other well, because because Lauren's been on with Melinda. Well, te- technically, David's wife was on for the Christmas special the first year. Uh, that's true. Okay, that's true. That's true. Right? But that doesn't because you're not a guest. That's, that's true. That's true. true. He was a guest, but yeah. I was not. Yeah, he, yeah, he stuck. Host, he stuck with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hosted that pile of shit. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that was not good. Uh, yeah. Star Wars, um, Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> yeah. uh, when did we have you guys on last? I think yeah, you did some lower decks, Lauren, and I think have we? Has it been like less, since last summer? We had you both. Or had either of you on? Last one I did, I think. So I get all the spooky ones. So I did, night, I did night terrors. Night terrors. And I did um, um, the oh gosh, um, something right after. Oh I yeah. I can't remember which one. The I've last done one you did was I'm, was Cupid, I think. I've got pregnancy brain, and I can't remember my own <laughs> middle name. Fair enough. Yeah, that is fair. I think she did Cupid was her last one with Mel. Okay, so yeah, I mean that was probably beginning. So it's been several months. Let's just go with that. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Ready to wrap up TNG almost. We're, I mean, this is episode nineteen, so we only have more recently than awesome. Yeah, probably. I think that was last one. Somewhere in there. Yeah, summer. I don't know. We can't remember when we did anything. I don't remember when I did anything. It's all blur. Um, but yeah, Lauren, you are very pregnant. You're this. Obviously, you will have a child before this. Or when this comes out, you will have a child. Yes. I thought you were going to say before this episode's over. (laughs) (laughs) That's possible. Before we record. Before we finish recording. We are three days from our due date. Excited, nervous, scared. Much more pregnant than that. (laughs) You're like maxing out your like stamp card on on pregnancy. (laughs) When 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 you Jeff were texting on me to make sure I was still a go. Like tentatively, yes. I was waiting to be like, hey, we can't make it. This thing kind of came up. But like, it's Ow. fine, I understand. <laughs> Whatever. I know. Barring uh, going to the hospital, we will be there. Nice. No excuses. Our podcast comes first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, uh, welcome back to both of you. Um, uh, well, you know, I don't know. what's What else is going on in your lives? I don't know. Any good, fun, truck related stuff? Nothing? Just boring 
I mean, we're really enjoying Strange New Worlds. It is good, right? right? It's, yeah. It's, 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 it feels good to like Star Trek again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a separate podcast topic. It's a separate topic. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Strange New Worlds has been has been a joy to watch. And we got Orville back, too. So we got a yeah. double whammy of good oh, stuff. Oh, right. That just started. I'm also just a huge fan of Anson Mount's hair. Right. I think it should be the second uh, The memes that have come out of his hair I love it. have just been mm, They've just, just been on point. Memes. I love it so much. She um, she even she nailed the Johnny Bravo look and then the day mm-hmm. later she sends me uh, an image of somebody Somebody had done like an art of like Johnny Bravo as Pike as and with like the giant hair pompadour and I was just like this is perfection. That's awesome. That's amazing. It's good. It's a it's a good cast. I think everyone's very likable. I love, I love the random characters they plucked, like Doctor Umbega and, mm-hmm. and uh, the transporter chief, uh, Chief Kyle, and like, oh yeah, that guy who was in that one scene, one scene hey. in one episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any favorite costumes or uniforms? Like from all of Trek. Well, from uh, Strange New Worlds. From New uh, Anson Mount had the the throwback the Kirk wrap. tunic, the wrap, oh, the, the yeah. Kirk tunic, and that was kind of hot. Wow. And you have to right. bring sexy. Oh, Vulcan. to Pring's Vulcan <laughs> dominatrix shit was kind of was kind of good. Nah. Yeah. I guess it's too late to ask if you're making any of that stuff because you're going to be busy soon. I'm not making that right now. Uh, Cause I, 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 I really want like that green command wrap. That's like my goal someday. It's really, it's awesome. I mean, we it's, can make that happen, but not right now. I know. Fine. Go have a child, bring, bring life into the world. Whatever. That episode was great. It was, it was refreshing just to see an episode of them on R and R and like just a day in the life episode. I miss, those are always my favorite episodes. Just let's yeah. get to know these characters a little bit more. Well, and if they ever go on R and R shore leave, it always gets messed up like horribly. So you never actually get to see them do anything fun. Yeah, Yeah. I want to go smooth. Why doesn't it ever go smooth? (laughs) I want more fly fishing with Doctor Umbega. I loved his hat. I loved his hat as well. (laughs) I support the hat. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking forward to some really quality cosplays and new stuff coming out when we go to to Vegas in September. Yeah, congrats on the panel, guys. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. I guess we're we have proud. to figure out what we're t- going to be t- talking about at some point. We <laughs> have to figure out what we're talking about. I'll figure it out. It's be like the morning <laughs> of. We'll be figuring it out. It's okay. Uh, talk about podcasting. It's fine. But yeah, so that's. I think we're getting a lot of fuel for a lot of good new cosplay ideas, and it's going to be really cool to see what people come up with. I think I'm looking forward to that. Are you guys recording a podcast live as a panel? No, it's going to be more of a panel just with some other uh, podcasters about like uh, getting more involved in podcasting in in the fandom and, uh, you know, more well, diversity and kind of things like that. We're definitely recording something live on the trip. We haven't decided yeah. what yet, but we don't know if it'll be the panel. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know how the audio on that would work, but I think what we want to do is maybe like just like interview some fans there, some cosplayers and kind of put something together. Like nerd trick goes to a con and then release that or something. I think we'll be drunk. I don't know what we're doing. We will be drunk. Yes. That is a given. (laughs) (laughs) All All right. right. Um, Let's dive. Well, actually, no, uh, Lauren, I, I know you, since you last came on, I think you changed some of your social media stuff. Yeah, we changed all of my social media stuff. So formerly Castle Corsetry is now just known as Lauren St. Laurent because we have a fancy, <laughs> fancy name to utilize now. So I think <laughs> on uh, Instagram it's Lauren.St.Laurent, but you should be able to search it. Um across the board and honestly i think if you search castle corsetry it still like comes up because it knows that it was previously that so most of it should still kind of link together but laurensaintlaurent.com is the new website and it's all fancy i have a new and it's definitely worth it because i mean you still make incredible stuff i i'm always impressed by what you like you have like like active wear and like ball gowns and cosplays and all kinds of cool shit yeah, we're working on some NDA stuff right now that I can't talk about, but it's going to be super <laughs> cool when I can. Yeah. So, 
us. You can always tell us everything. Yeah, yeah. no one will ever know. <laughs> Those no are the worst. Know. We we had Dr. Aaron on a while ago, and she was the same way. She's like, well, we have some stuff going that I can't talk about. It's like, oh, why do you do that to us? Damn it. Hopefully I can talk about it in like a month or so. Uh, so next time I'm on the podcast, I'm sure I'll be able to talk about it some more. I can't tell you what I'm currently working on, but everyone, if you mm-hmm. haven't already seen it, go out and see Top Gun Maverick. Have yeah. have you worked on that? I spent a year my ha- year and a half of my life on that movie. The Jeez. first year and a half of us dating, so I didn't see him for like the first year and a half very much because he was <laughs> hanging out with Tom Cruise instead. Oh, oh, because it got delayed so much. Oh, this yeah. was supposed to come out like a couple years ago. Oh shit, man! Yeah, it was so a were, while. So were you doing the color stuff like on the dailies and like you've been doing for other stuff? Yes. Okay, it was brutal. Gosh. I it was the the amount of footage we got per day. I mean, at one point we were averaging like forty five hours of footage a day. Oh fuck! Oh just God. like like airplanes and action sequences yeah, and stuff. Tons of. Because there's oh. there's six cameras in each plane. There's two planes at the same time, not counting chase planes and ground crew, and they do two hops a day, and they hit record when the engines spool up, and when they land and get out of cockpit, they turn the cameras off. Oh, yeah, so you're getting like 15 of minutes of video for every one minute of actual. And, and Tom <laughs> wanted Tom and the DP Claudia Miranda wanted perfect exposure on everybody's face, so I was doing roto roto and and secondaries and dynamics and and on, I, ev- I on have, everything. <laughs> I would have one shot with like 200 dynamics in it, it for dailies. It was nuts. Jeez, that's crazy. But, so they have very interesting words. <laughs> um have you seen the film or by now are you just like i'm done with it oh we saw it twice no we've seen it twice now it was it's spectacular everybody should go see it the one and only time i I got to take my dad to go see a movie i worked on so because my dad does not care about anything so (laughs) he's like whatever the only film i could ever like drag him into the theater to see so that was fun that's cool right on God, that's see, and then that'll be a good story to tell your your kid too. Like, look, he was working on this when we were dating, and then like, and then when you were born, it was out. So it's like spans your whole relationship. A little bit. Like, we would always joke that was a movie that would never die. (laughs) Right? It's never gonna come out. (laughs) It's not for a while. Or never end shooting. Right. Mm-hmm. I, well, and yeah, and, and Tom Cruise seems like like the kind of guy who's just like we need to get everything perfect and do this, and yeah, like he does not let things slide. Yeah. But it shows in the in the in quality the of the fin- final movie. It's, it's oh yeah, unmatched, unparalleled. Like it's she's letting him so do what good. he's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool though. Right on. So you guys have been you've been a little busy the past few years. Mm-hmm. A little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. So start from. Let's dive into Star Trek. I know you were excited for it. Yeah, so you you claimed this one a long time ago. (laughs) So today we are talking about Genesis, TNG, Season 7, Episode 19, original air date, March 19th, 1994. Um, General plot of this one, the crew de-evolves, then Picard and Data come back and save everybody. Um, So we got people turning into spiders and apes and fish and whatever Klingons turn into. I don't know, but this is one of the scariest episodes. (laughs) I, I love it. Rapey predators? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, a, I don't. It's like uh, an armadillo thing. I, I, he looks kind of like an alien cross with a predator, like <laughs> like with the acid you spit. With like the, yeah, the that was crazy. The, the head. Yeah. It, well, it's almost like a velociraptor. He just like opens his mouth and it's like, <laughs> and it just <laughs> it's all over Bev's face. Yeah. And they said he had an exoskeleton, <laughs> so yeah. That's pretty yeah, cool. That crazy. So you you did claim this one a long time ago. Why did you claim this one? Um, I <laughs> I love um, body horror, and like that's my mm-hmm. jam. Like cosmic horror, body horror, David Cronenberg type stuff. Uh, I love transformations. I love makeup and creature effects and practical effects. And this is like the best Trek has ever done in that regard. So much mm-hmm. so that they won an Emmy for this one, right? For makeup. I'm sure it was nominated. I, I don't so. know. I think, I think Phil's our resident yeah, looker-upper. <laughs> He's like, shit. Have you Google that shit yet? <laughs> no, but this is definitely one, because, I mean, they don't dive into horror very often, but when they do, like, yeah, like schisms, which is kind of more that creepy alien kind of X-Files vibe, and this is definitely more that body horror, like, 
even though I know that the Barkley spider is coming, it still kind of jumps me every time. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I had my eyes closed. I was like, <laughs> I was doing the whole hand up with my fingers <laughs> a little cracked. Barkley spider. I was like, I know it's coming. Um, yeah, funny enough, um, this episode won an Emmy for its sound. Um, it was nominated for its makeup and everything, but it won for okay, sound. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Um, David, I... Why do I feel like you're just going to shit all over this? Uh-huh. What were your thoughts? Uh, you know me so well. <laughs> He's like, this is bullshit. You know what? Honestly, I almost don't know what to think about this. <laughs> one. It's the first one that has been so weird that I can't wrap my brain around a positive or negative statement about it. Almost. Because <laughs> um, on one hand, it's kind of really cool. And on the other hand, it's really, really dumb. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of both. So I, I, I don't know. (laughs) Well, so from, from what I understand, like the science explanation about the whole T cell thing is like complete bullshit. Like that's not a real thing. Like, I mean, there's not, or or, or the way that it happened is like not real at all. Um, But also it's, I find it hard to believe that like the one mutation could have spawned so many different variations of mutation, like the amphibian and the ape and the spider. Like those are such drastic DNA differences that like, that's a bit of a stretch that the one mutation. Like why was the beta Z DNA tied to an amphibian or why was Barkley, who is a human tied to an arachnid? Like was, was it, was it random? The, the Mm. cells that were being activated? Or was it Teenage Maybe. Mutant Ninja Turtles rules? Maybe it was well, the last animal they came in contact with. Uh, it's ooze. Well, not, even by its own explanation, it was supposed to be activating genes that were long dormant in something that they had evolved from. So are they trying to say Barkley evolved from a spider at well, some point? At some point in human evolution, we whatever common ancestor that was an arachnid that we branched off from, I don't know. Like Yeah, the, we wouldn't. That's the whole point. The theory of evolution kind of negates that whole I know. <laughs> Yeah. concept yeah. the original idea was that everyone was going to become barkley um and, <laughs> and dwight and it was dwight schultz playing Riker as dwight schultz so it's like the janet, like the janet like episode. episode oh that's that's super oh. meta yeah and that'd be I'm amazing sad, i'm almost kind of sad they didn't go with that because dwight schultz is brilliant he would have been amazing as like as like each character doing that, like Worf being Barkley. Yeah, yeah. This is his final appearance in the show, and funny enough, he actually appears in more episodes of Voyager than he does in the Next Generation yeah. as Barkley. Bar- Barkley's in Voyager. Yeah, yep. I'm not. I'm not rid of him yet. <laughs> nope. He's better in Voyager. He's he's way better in Voyager. Yeah, he's, he gets confidence in Voyager. He's flushed kind out of. of it. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's quite a bit of Deanna in Voyager too. There's some Deanna That's in Voyager true. too. Yeah. Usually, well, usually accompanied because of Barkley. Barkley. <laughs> yeah. I do Which, love that line at the end when she's like, "Oh, he just had a disease named after him." And he got something. She's like, "Oh, I better clear my calendar. I gotta clear my calendar <laughs> for weeks." Uh, yeah. This is. Um, yeah. So if you scratch the surface too deep of this one, it it doesn't make sense. But I think what I've always loved about this is just that, like, it talks about evolution and kind of this, like, well, what if we could de-evolve? And it just, plus it's also just monster gore. Like, that's the spooky, you know, them lost and, like, freaking out and, like, you don't know what kind of weird shit's going to happen. Is that That's that's what I always liked about See, this episode. I feel like it's like trying to rate some B-movies where I'm like, oh, it's I terrible, but it's supposed to be terrible. So it's good mm-hmm. in the fact That's that good. it's bad, mm-hmm. which it's makes terrible. it like, because <laughs> did mm-hmm. I enjoy this episode? I kind of did. I'm a little shamed of myself for the fact that I did, but I did. <laughs> Don't feel shame. Uh, Why is there well, shame? It should never so, be shame with Star Trek. This is such a poor quality. It's such a poor episode. <laughs> This is a great episode. Screw you. Oh, and the other thing I didn't get in this was they were really worried about Worf, um, like using their phasers to incapacitate Worf. But when they're in the Jeffries tubes, Captain Picard has no problem ripping a power cord out of an EPS conduit oh, yeah. and just <laughs> electrifying the entire deck plating and frying Worf. That's great. But I was like, you guys were worried about a phaser hit, but okay, well, whatever. My favorite line is when uh, 
Picard inquires what he's going to de-evolve into, and Data says, a lemur. Lemur. Baby Marmoset. And he says it so, like, straight-faced. He's like... It's like, so good. It's like, of it. course it's going to be a lemur on Marmoset. He's like, oh, what? What? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Red Spider's always amazing. I love whenever he has his moments where it's just so deadpan. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He just says it, and it's like, because you know that either the like humor around it is what makes it funny, but he just does it straight. Absolutely, <laughs> Picard's just like really, <laughs> really. I think one of my favorite things in in this one, especially going back and watching it now, is like each character's progression. Yeah, like you see, like Nurse Ogawa when they're at the conference, like she does kind of like her her knuckles on the table, uh-huh. or like Barkley's getting all like spun out and cracked up and then Worf is getting like super aggressive and hungry. Like all those little moments are cool. Deanna's freezing her ass off. <laughs> you know, the other thing that that actually reminded me of is like every woman who's ever worked in an office. Oh yeah. Like, it's, it's too fucking cold in here. <laughs> Turn it up. I'm, I am always so warm in my office and all of everyone I work with say they're freezing all the time, but it's mostly girls they work with. So yeah. it's every, it's a constant struggle. <laughs> Yeah, I'm burning up <laughs> at this moment. I can't I'm... imagine why. <laughs> you have a built-in heater. <laughs> I think that's a whole other story. It is 68 degrees in here, but it is not. <laughs> like it's a thousand. Our electric bill says it's 68 degrees in here. <laughs> um, and this is actually kind of even more hinting at the Wharf Troy romance a bit. Like they were going to have lunch and hang out. Uh... And he, he wants to mate with her. He gets he her to, uh, like claim his his property. Yeah, yeah it was it very much got that vibe to it. Well, because uh, we've only really had their romances kind of in like parallel universes or alternate timelines. We like in this one, they haven't really done anything. So it's this is kind of the first tidbits of it. Do, what are your John and Lauren? What are your thoughts on the the Wharf Troy? Like it, hate it, don't care. I never had a problem with it. Never uh, had a problem with it. I was always kind of indifferent about it. But I find yeah. Deanna to be a little on the annoying side. Okay. Personally. So so Worf and Deanna or Worf and Dax? Oh, Worf and Dax. Worf and Dax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Troy and Riker need that's that was always kind of meant to be. Yeah. Or yeah. It's supposed to be at least. Yeah, I think she mellows him out. He mellows Riker out, but like Worf is so Worf. Worf. Like, yeah. It's hard. To, you can't mellow Worf, but Dax has enough balls to like, I don't know, meet him head on. To like step yeah, up and meet. She meet can. Him there. Yeah, she can give yeah. it just as much as he can hand it out. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think Deanna can. So, I don't know. I did. I never really bought the Deanna and Worf thing. I don't think Anna really ever bought it, too. I think she just thought it was maybe fun. Kinky? <laughs> Probably. Well, it's like Klingon poetry and uh, whips or something. Yeah. Something. <laughs> it's rough. There's there's some roughness involved there. There is some definite roughness involved. I <laughs> <laughs> um, directed this one. She did. I think it's the only one she directed. Um, yeah, they cheated by putting her into paralysis early in the episode like that so that she could direct. It's like, ah. Apparently there is quite a bit on the cutting room floor on this episode. Mm. Yeah, she didn't get like her cut that she wanted. Because I guess this this yeah. occurred during the uh, Northridge quake. What? Oh, did it? I, didn't... Oh. I think, and that's, what, that's why it kind of got cut early because they we're dealing with that and then so she didn't get the cut she wanted like, i always thought it was weird how we never got to see them like acquire nurse ogawa like she's just it did there. seem like it kind of just rushed through the ending of the episode and it was just like oh okay now everybody's fixed like the ending just seemed kind of like it it kind of came together in a minute yeah, well, that's most of Star Trek episodes. So. I'm also shocked. Not wrong. But we could, we, we, problem, we have a problem. Dun, 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 it's done. <laughs> we could point out that the pregnant lady saved the day at the end, though. That is yeah. true. So, well, it was more the fetus. The fetus did it. Yes. <laughs> the fetus did the heavy lifting on this episode. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Now, now female spot. Now female well, spot, the, right? Yeah. Even the science in that one, they're like, oh, the amniotic fluid and all that stuff acts as a filter, which makes sense. But I'm like, how does that turn into a retrovirus that's then going to like reverse what happened? It's a filter that blocks it in the beginning. It's not a reversing Cause, cure. Because data yeah, smart. Uh, like once the kittens were on the outside, wouldn't they de-evolve? Like it's airborne. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hmm. <laughs> Don't think yeah. about it. Just I accept it. Kittens. I was like, what? Who did? Why did nobody feed those kittens? Yeah, it right? had been They're like a back day. There, mow, mow, for mow. a couple days. Starving. So I, I hope the kittens are okay. That's all I can think I'm about sure, the end of the episode. I'm sure Data whipped up some feline supp- supplement number 26 or. <laughs> yeah, something like that. kitten formula. Well, and freaking Spot devolves into what? Like a monitor lizard or an iguana or something? Which that I love too. How does a cat devolve into a lizard? Like. <laughs> You're talking about, again, two branches of the evolutionary tree. They but, don't... but I like how they kept the pink collar. That was great. That's how you yeah. spot. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It wasn't like some CG or made up like proto lizard that would have been an early ancestor. It was literally an iguana. Oh, like, it was, right there on the floor. Somebody just put their pet like, iguana yeah. there and they're like, spot's now an iguana. Like, <laughs> I feel like the procedure that that Crusher did that started this whole thing seems like it would be a very common practice for somebody so, like, I'm shocked this didn't happen before on another starship and people knew about it. Or that whatever like, it was, like just turned it was on a, like a... to fight a virus. Like, I feel like that's something very, very common in Starfleet medicine. Because yeah. she Probably. says, it like, oh, I didn't realize that you have this other gene and blah, blah, blah. So wouldn't there be, like, a standard pre-screen for something like that if they know something like this can happen? Like... <laughs> Because she acts like if she had seen it, she would have known this was going to occur and would have stopped it. I'm like, if... Also, when she's all jokey and she's like, really, when it comes down to it, it's my fault. I'm like, oh, so you are the result of the deaths of all these people and that doesn't wait. <laughs> As we play that back in her malpractice suit. All right. We have a... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, really? This is Space weirdness. Um, <laughs> speaking of deaths, um, I think we only have one confirmed death. Yeah. No, there were so many more. Like someone oh, yeah. got eat, like full on eaten. It's the word oh, confirmed. Yes. That's somebody, the only yeah. War fate somebody. Worf, yeah, Worf got hungry and yeah. <laughs> well, I'd be curious. Like, what? I mean, I I know there are other aliens on board. There's like Vulcans and there's um, Bolians. Like, I wonder what they turned into. Oh. That'd be really interesting. Or would we find out that all life in the universe originated on Earth from different animals and just evolved into these different things? Well, Tellarites would have evolved into pigs. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's like Animorphs. We just morphed yeah. into... Oh, there you go, it's Animorphs. It's animorphs. <laughs> Why not? Um, so yeah, the only confirmed kill is the the ensign at the, on the bridge. Yeah, because he's was like it. cut open basically and just... Someone uh, slashed at him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so are, we are we only counting? Are we only counting one? One. That's, like all we, we, I, that's all we can go with. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Unless we should you guys at least caught something. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I, there had to have been others, just with the sheer nature of the of the actual outbreak. How like, many? How many parents? How many parents ate their children? For sure. <laughs> I was gonna say, do we have? Is it a confirmed number? No, but I feel like we could make a guesstimate at something we could put in the kill tracker. Like, well. But doesn't um, don't at some point they say, oh, there's uh, we see over a one thousand and eleven life forms, which is pretty much the entire uh, crew. Yeah, which is which is which is the crew. That's he everybody. Says he, he says he finds like three hundred life forms. Well, no, he says he says he can when they're standing, when they are on board and they're listening to he, the noises, he can hear, he can distinguish three hundred different oh, vocalizations. Different vocal tones. That's but true. yeah, when they were scanning the Enterprise from the shuttle, basically the entire crew had been transformed evolved because a thousand a thousand eleven or a thousand twelve or whatever is the official crew Crew compliment yeah Yeah. but that's like civilians and crew right it's everything and and supposedly they all turned back boring (laughs) this is a really good episode to remind you to save cord blood in the (laughs) right (laughs) just just in case syndrome or even I, better, maybe one of the people from the Enterprise became a cat person, and that's the doctor from Lower Decks is the person who didn't make it all the way yeah, back. Anna. <laughs> My polyjuice potion didn't work. <laughs> I don't understand. It won't that's wear right. off. I'm stuck this way. So so right. has, has watching this made you guys want to save the uh, cord blood? 
No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but they, but you might de-evolve. If you start de-evolving, you're just going to let it go? <laughs> if I catch Barkley's protomorphosis syndrome. This mm-hmm. is on you, Lauren. Oh. By right. the way, syndromes are. I devolved into a cat, and then she just wouldn't like yeah, even try to turn me back. She's fine. She was just. Lauren's like, oh, perfect. Well, he <laughs> was my husband at one point, but now he's just a lab cat. He's a lab cat. <laughs> well, no, no, I just give him treats all the time. <laughs> Jeff is our resident medical expert. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when something's a syndrome, doesn't that usually mean it's um not not that it's in the head, but it's um. I don't know. Like I it's do. Not, it's not like I, a. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, that that was my understanding is that when something's a syndrome, it's usually like a psychological issue. It's not a virus that's changing your DNA or something physically necessarily occurring to you. It can have physical symptoms, but it's usually no. A syndrome no, it's, it's, is it's just a combination. Um, of is a villain from The Incredibles. <laughs> yes, I know. Yes. <laughs> I don't know when they said that and they were like, oh, we're calling it da-da-da-da-da-da syndrome. I'm like, Barclay's I get that he's like, uh, yeah. yeah, I get that he's, um, God, I can't remember any words today. Can you tell I'm, I'm tired? Talking about. Uh, English. The people, who think they're si- the people who think they're sick all the time. Even hypochondriac. You can tell he's a hypochondriac, but that's like, they often think they have syndromes because they, there's nothing physically wrong with them. It's a mental issue. That's convincing them or causing their body oh, and, to act. And, or, and Beverly Strait tells him, like, hey, stay off of WebMD, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> to tell you oh, you're yeah. Fine. I love that. <laughs> that's basically what she says. Like, <laughs> stay out of the medical database. Like, stay off of WebMD. You're going to die. Doesn't matter. It's almost exactly what Stop that was. Stop Google doctoring yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Just, just the fact that, like, anyone could sit in their quarters and, like, Google through the computer <sighs> medical stuff would scare me. That's what we do. That's, that's just I mean, the worst <laughs> recipe. <laughs> <laughs> well, but she I mean, was busy already, at the beginning. It's already a problem in our own society with with Doctor Google. I mean, imagine yeah. even the mm-hmm. other things like like a an ensign or something like, "Am I a clone? Am I me from an <laughs> alternate dimension? Did I, I am I really me? Did I die and come back? Did <laughs> they're going to be called into their superior's office and be like, hey, we were looking at your Google search history. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? We saw what you were searching. Well, but she was, you know. I, Am I a holodeck file? <laughs> <laughs> it's all a simulation. But I feel only, bad for only Crusher. Only holodeck. She, she was busy at the beginning. You've got Riker who got, you know, he was having un, or cactus <laughs> spikes cactus or something. He was having cactus <laughs> Yeah, getting, frisky, getting frisky in the arboretum. Yeah. He's dealing with that, and then plus she's a vet, uh, a veterinarian for Spot. Yeah, she's, she's yeah, a lot yeah that was a little I surprising when he brings him in and in the beginning. That one takes Steadicam shot in the in the mm-hmm. opening. Neat. Yeah, that was cool. That's kind of how I picture their sick bay to be. It should be busier of like stuff happens, like like an urgent care. Yeah, that shot reminded me of the West Wing. How they do their long, really long, drawn out steady camp shots with tons of extras and stuff going on, and things are happening, and very busy. It's busy, which I like. I guess, but it was surprising that she's the acting veterinarian as well as like the the chief medical officer, or that Data gets to bring her his cat to the chief medical officer anytime. Like, I mean, once you're diagnosed with their species, I think all rules go out the window. Like. <laughs> Yes, you think there'd be like a holodeck program for the veterinarian or something? And Vulcans, oh my! Like, cat <laughs> is like probably child's play. It's probably fun for her. Probably yeah. a welcome change. That's true. Something oh, good, something reason. I know. <laughs> uh, speaking of animals, I love how Livingston turned into a jellyfish. Oh, I didn't <laughs> notice that. Yeah, and Riker was trying to eat him. Get eat him. Fish tank to eat him. Oh. Yeah, when they're in the wet ready room, and he's like pulling at the tank, trying to get to him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I'll have to go back and watch that now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So how did Livingston get it if he's in a sealed container? I, mean, I have so many uh, questions. I don't know. I don't know. Because they, logic need not apply. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Like. <laughs> so did, did the plants in the Arboretum transform? Do they have T-cells? Well, did, oh, they, guess, did they confirm that plants are affected? They confirmed that people and animals are. Yeah. 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 Plant DNA is very different. You could have a very different uh, transmission. Like ferns. Process. 
Dino DNA. Dino DNA. <laughs> aren't, aren't T cells from Resident Evil as well? Isn't that what like it's like a T virus? Reference it, yeah. yeah it's all Jurassic Park. Well, we spared no expense, yeah. <laughs> except for the IT department. Yes, we know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was weird though too because like the ship is so damaged, like no one's around. Things are broken. And then, yeah, at the end, they're like, oh, Crusher got her new face because she needed surgery and everything's fixed and fun. Imagine how much poop is everywhere. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Just is everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be like six months from now. Somebody's going to be walking down a corridor and be like, oh, yeah. Damn it. Worf. Damn it, Worf. <laughs> That would, just like the, that, no, that, that would just be like that would just be like the Triceratops pile that we see in Jurassic Park. That's like <laughs> the worst was here. Lower decks crew that had to go through and uh, and, ja- and janitor. Right. Up from- I want to see Boimler shoveling people from Barclays <laughs> mm. syndrome. May have found something worse than cleaning up the holodeck. Yeah, mm, that may be, be amazing. That may yeah, be worse. I call it a tie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then I wonder too because obviously they had been like this for for several days right right because like data in yeah. john luke were yeah he said they stuff. were gone for like three days or something yeah. yeah yeah so then i wonder like are had like people were people having like sex or people mating oh they yeah evolved enough oh, or yeah. de-evolved enough to like mate oh i'm sure not the only one going to see the doctor after all this <laughs> that would be like i swear i didn't cheat on you but i was an ape at the time it's not my fault and i got this weird thing growing can you help me with this yeah, the tail I mean, sticks around. What if you conceived? What if, like, and you can say the DNA was oh. another creature, and you conceived, and then you had a half monkey. Some baby. some weird half breed thing. Oh, that'd be trippy. I have so many questions now. I know, right? This, Again, this that's up how the cat mother. lady doctor comes about. I'm sure of it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the future. You can just call her a doctor. It's not a lady doctor. Jesus, David. <laughs> Don't be a misogynist. All right, the cat doctor. Fine, I'll just leave it. <laughs> I, I use it for specificity, not for have a name. Fine. <laughs> I don't remember her name. That's the whole point. Tiana. 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 No, it, it's funny because at work, patients will still be like, "Oh, it's a lady doctor," and I'm like, "You can just call him doctor. It's fine." They get the exact same medical training as. Every or they're like, doctor. "Oh, you're a male nurse." I'm like, "No, I'm just just a nurse." Just, just a nurse. I'm a male nurse. He's a boy nurse. <laughs> I'm a boy nurse. Um, See, but I would, I would have totally called, said that guy, t- guy cat doctor, if it had been a <laughs> like no, sexist. specificity. Sexist. But, All right, <laughs> let's let's go back. What's your, what's the official kill count since we added one? Let's go back to that. All right, I had something to do. Hold on. <laughs> you still, you still haven't fucking done it. Oh, and and we never got to see who shed their skin like a snake. Yeah. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, we never saw see. a reptile person. We we just saw like the their leavings from molting. Any guesses? Yeah, so that person once they were once they re-evolved, did they just have like a horrible skin condition because they? <laughs> or their skin looked amazing because it had just been totally exfoliated <laughs> and everything. Oh, I'm sure everyone's skin looks amazing. You're like, oh, you're glowing. Okay, you're either pregnant or you just molted all of your skin off. I can't tell oh. which one. <laughs> oh my gosh, what if everyone just molted what they were? Like, like Worf, like he just like shed change skeleton, back. and then he like mounts it in his quarters. And that time I was <laughs> like the most primal I've ever been. Remember that one time? <laughs> Some taxidermy shit. Yeah. Oh, this would be amazing. <laughs> oh dear, that would be what would happen, wouldn't it? Okay, so we have 18, th- or I'm sorry, we have our 1650 TOS deaths. We have our 5,012 Borg. And then we have 18,098 TNG deaths for a total of 24,760 deaths. So I think you guys might be right. We may not be broaching 25,000 until the movies. We should cross that for TNG, It'll be though. close. It'll be close. No, you don't have many episodes left, and there isn't a whole lot of death coming up. Yeah, or it gets reset because of a time Exactly, it's reset. Or- yeah, that is the thing when it's like a it's an alternate time and then it gets reset. We don't count that because it has to stick. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of reset, uh, Nurse Ogawa, we've been like mm-hmm. recently charting her private life. So in Lower Decks, mm-hmm. we saw, you know, that she was dating that guy and Beverly got involved because she thought he was cheating on her. Yep. Now, like she's pregnant and married. 
and then in all good things she loses the baby because of the time dilation of the, the anomaly but then all that gets erased so yeah it's very and round and round we go and she's a lieutenant <laughs> yeah and she got promoted God, nobody had to die for her to get a promotion we're using her pregnancy for like not good reasons they're just using and abusing nurse ogawa is the last time we see her in first contact i don't remember is she in first the the film contact i don't think i think she's in a while I think she's in first contact because when the Borg are coming and she activates the EMH, I think she gives a phaser and, and specifically says Alyssa. No, Doctor, uh, I don't remember. I, I I don't remember. It's been too while too long since I've seen Barclay's it. Barkley is, yeah. We'll keep an eye on it when we watch it. Yeah, soon. we'll check. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen first contact. But I think yeah. Alyssa's in it. Anyhow. We'll check. Hmm. <laughs> um. What else? Any other favorite parts in this one? I yeah, this is a weird and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I, I still love it. It's a lot of fun. It's fun. It's it has again like it's a fun opportunity for the crew for the entire cast and crew to do something totally different. So like if I was on that set, like that would have been an awesome like highlight to the season for me because like you'd gotten to have so much fun on the episode doing something different and it's not just the same starfleet uniforms and it's not the same makeup and it's not the same performances from everybody like everybody gets to have a fun time it's like i mean it doesn't really affect the continuity of the season or like whatever but it's a fun yeah break from monotony yeah, yeah. do you guys feel that this kind of fits in with that whole season seven vibe of like Let's just try some weird shit and see what works. Yep. We know uh, we're on our way out. Let's do whatever we feel like. <laughs> I don't know. This for some reason this episode kind of, you know, there's always the episode where everyone's rapidly aging and like mm-hmm. like we're, like everyone has a disease of some kind that needs to get cured. This just takes that to to a higher degree. True. Yeah, there is always one where someone gets something. That seems to happen a lot. I mean, in space where they're encountering alien life forms and alien planets, it's bound to happen. I feel like it's par for the course for Starfleet. Space is death and disease wrapped in darkness. In space, nobody can hear you sneeze. <laughs> yeah, and and they, they live in close quarters. It's like if, you know, if you live in like a barracks or something, then everyone gets it. Yeah, somebody gets sick, everybody gets it. Um, like, and yes, uh, uh, Alyssa does appear in both Generations and uh, First Contact. You would okay. think, though, that in in this idyllic future of Starfleet, that like the filtration systems in the ship yeah. itself, do you think they'd like throw a HEPA filter or something on there, right? Diseases, because you would think there's Lysol like, throughout the ship. You well, you would think <laughs> things like colds and flus and like COVID and stuff would be non-existent because like the filtration systems in the higher technology ship, we would have figured out how to like filter out that shit. So how does a disease like this spread that rapid fire. I mean, they say it's airborne, but like, well, yeah, and like the transporters we have, we have filters did, on them. Did people get affected that had stayed in their quarters and like stayed in lockdown? Like, right, or like you know, force fields. If you put force fields around a certain area, that should close everything off. I would think. Well, like, is it airborne? Like, if we're in ten forward together but not airborne in like I'm in my closed quarters and you're in yours, but you're next mm. door. Yeah, I was at air circuit yeah. from deck to deck. Right. Cause you would yeah. think filtration systems in something like a starship or something like that. Especially since going through like even the transporter, it's supposed to essentially be de- decontamination. It's supposed to like yeah. filter out it everything. Filters out stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But even that gets messed up. They're like, Oh, it should have caught this, but it didn't. Cause we need a story for yeah. the week. Or it screws up and you end up ending, uh, like making everybody back into children. Sure. (laughs) I guess that, that might be a solution as to why more people didn't die. Cause maybe once there was word of a disease breaking out, maybe some people did just lock themselves in their quarters and. Well, also it was slow and gradual. That's the thing is that people didn't know they were even turning. 
like Riker. He was just getting dumber. Yeah. And, and irritated and yeah yeah well because like even Jordy, he lasted a while i mean we we never see him turn but when yeah. everyone else is kind of changing he's still pretty alert oh what did Jordy turn into what are your guys' theories uh, what were his symptoms and they he didn't really have any he didn't he, he didn't, didn't really have any yeah. um you know what because and this is going to be terrible but because he can't see i'm going to go uh, like, like a mole a bat or, or a bat, bat. Yeah. There you bat. Go. He, turn, he, he turns into Batman. He's, he's <laughs> hanging upside down in a tree in Arboretum somewhere. No, he turns into Man Bat. That would be what it was. Uh, <laughs> they did say that most of the crew had like gathered in the Arboretum. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, oh my God! What, what did the cetacean ops beluga whales turn into? Uh, a people, like guppies or something. <laughs> they turned into people. They turned into people. Turned into people. <laughs> and they just got really pissed when they got turned back. They're like, "What the hell?" Yeah, they're not a lower life form. We eventually turn into whales and dolphins, so they just they de- devolved into people. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, um, is anything else? Yeah, it fits. I know. I wish we could have seen more of the other transformations, like or the you know the partial spiders or or whatever weird hominids, whatever. Yeah, that would have been cool. It's funny looking at the info here this this episode appears on a bunch of like best episode lists and it appears on a bunch of like worst episode worst lists episode. i'm uh, telling you i think like my, i hate. think my devo meter rater rating is going to be like a three and a seven i'm gonna have to give it both depending on how like seriously i'm critiquing the episode versus how much i just enjoyed watching it <laughs> yeah it's just a good fun one to watch like what lauren was saying but it's like yeah there's oh, the science in it is terrible it's terrible science but it's, it's fun. good. It's fun. Yeah. I still want to see an episode where Barkley plays everyone. Oh, that'd be oh so cool. God. That'd be crazy. Fan film. You know, with with like a deep fake, you could probably make that. Oh yeah. <laughs> we have the technology now. <laughs> that'd be great. That would be it's about deep. perfect. Like he knows he knows what he is and how he comes off, so he just uses that against everybody on something. <laughs> that'd be so like, good. Eh. Uh, what else? That's yeah. I mean, any other parting thoughts on this one? I mean, it's just a good fun one. Yeah, I I enjoy getting freaked out still. Yeah. Thirty years later. All. I don't know what uh. you're talking about, Phil. But okay. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Since there's cobwebs, is that from Barkley? And how is he spinning those? It's coming out. Oh, out his ass. <laughs> Same Clearly. way they made this episode. <laughs> Straight out. <of> it. <laughs> <laughs> Straight from, <laughs> Straight from the spider's ass. Got his nest. Uh, like if, if he has a web, I'm surprised like he's not putting a Troy in there or some yeah, women. All, like, wrapped up. Yeah, he's gonna have somebody yeah. wrapped up. Yeah, in there. how many red shirts are just in cocoons in Barkley's nest? <laughs> That'd be well, amazing. Riker was the one. Riker was the one he really didn't like, right? In that episode where he's on the holodeck, so you know Riker's gonna be the one cocooned up front. Almost like a warning to everybody else. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't come here. That'd be so good. I hate Livingston too much. Poor Livingston. <laughs> Who's makes me sad. Who's Livingston? It's, it's the fish. The fish. The, the oh, fish okay. in the card's ready room. Fish. Okay. I don't remember them ever giving that a name. <laughs> Technically, he doesn't have. I mean, in the show, he doesn't have a name. It, it's never mentioned never in the show. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it's named after one of the set designers, about. right? Yeah. It's it's named after one of the the crew on the show. Oh, I I assumed it was it was after the African explorers. No, I think it. Someone check for me, but I think yeah, I think it's named after someone from that's Phil, on the crew. Google. <laughs> <laughs> Livingston uh, Fish. Stan, Stanley Livingston was that his name? The explorer who was searching for the the source of the Nile River. Yeah, Doctor Livingston, like the Doctor Livingston. Livingston, I presume. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. Someone smarter than me knows. Um, Dave, what's your, your David meter? Is it a three and a seven? A so, three and a seven. I'm I'm <laughs> logging in at that. I'm gonna go with a three and a seven. It's your first like split. It's the first time. It's the first time I've ever had a split opinion about an episode. Usually, I'm firmly in one camp or the other. <laughs> but if you go back and watch this just for fun, like, will that kind of change it? Well, let's be absolutely clear, Jeff. I'm not going back and watching any of this just for fun. I know that's yeah, I a know. fantasy of yours, maybe, but no. Really? Shipping a bottle? Even shipping a bottle. I liked it. It was great. 
I don't, I'm never going to find myself going, oh, I've got some extra time. I'm going to throw on some Star Trek, especially after we watch through all of this after all these years. He's like, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to be done. I'm going to be tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll watch Green Lantern, apparently. Oh, I will. I'll watch Green Lantern. I'll watch Firefly. Firefly again, over and over. Years. Yeah. Have either of you seen Firefly? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Apparently, it's common knowledge to watch Firefly. Yes, yeah, it is, especially amongst the nerd community. We're only fifteen <laughs> years behind Jeff. It's okay. We got this. Stargate and I, I do Babylon Five and and Farscape and like if it was on if it was sci-fi and it was in the nineties, I'm sure I watched it. <laughs> That's your right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't well, watch. I yeah, watch she watch ma- and she Trek. made me watch Stargate. Stargate. I talked to you guys about Stargate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, mm-hmm. I started watching list. it too. I've been very much enjoying it. <laughs> I love great. Stargate. Yeah, it's great. It's, That's next on my list. Just started Atlantis. So nice. In fact, if you really want a good pairing, watch Ancient Aliens and Stargate oh, yeah. because yeah. it's essentially the same idea, but one of them is trying to be serious great. about it, and the other one is watch Ancient <laughs> Aliens all the time as well. It's so much uh, fun. Aliens. Have you guys aliens. watched Resident Alien? Yes. yes. I've seen the first season. Alien guy it makes a cameo. It made my day. Oh, yeah, oh, that's true. Good. I love Resident Alien. That's a good show. Uh, also, the Firefly <laughs> crossover there with Alan Tudyk. There was, yes, Alan oh, well. Tudyk. And then uh, with Mal, the guy who plays Mal Reynolds, voicing the octopus that talks to him. Yes. Uh, Nathan Fillion. Oh, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the best thing in Resident Alien has to be when they're at the con and he leans over and goes, the greys are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing so hard at that whole episode. Oh, that was a fantastic God. episode. Uh, More people need to watch Resident Alien. We haven't seen season two yet, though. Uh, it's, oh, it's, it's so we good. I've, I've seen the whole thing. It's so good. I highly what, recommend what, it. Was it like, <laughs> nobody likes the reptilians and, and the greys are assholes? <laughs> yep. No, oh, yeah. I thought you were like, super right? nice. But the greys were assholes. Like yeah. you're saying, somebody was like super chill. Okay. And then I think it's the greys. Like the were... Nordics or the tall whites or yeah. The, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, as they're going through them all, he's just correcting them. <laughs> <laughs> That's on our list to watch while we're home with baby. Yeah, we're saving it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Because you'll be up at like three in the morning. You're like, I need something to watch. I need something to watch. Yeah. So I yeah. think it's, uh, we have a we have a running list of of things we need to catch up on, and Resident Aliens right there at the top. That's a good awesome. one. Awesome. a good one. Um, let's do this. Let's, I think we'll kind of wrap this episode, but um, Lauren, where can people find all of your stuff? I would say the best thing, because not all of my social media handles match now, because that's a thing that's hard to do when you change your name. Mm-hmm. Um, just laurenstlaurent.com is going to be the best way to find everything, because then it's all linked from there. We have a new collection launching actually on Wednesday. So by the time this episode airs, there will be a new collection. The Cosmic Fire collection is coming out. It Mm. is uh, Marvel X-Men inspired. So that'll Mm. be fun. What type of like is it? It's another activewear collection. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, is that the one? I think you posted a picture with, um, I forget her name. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah, okay. the Jean Grey stuff. So it's yes. Jean Grey inspired. I'm so glad you knew fun. what I was talking about. <laughs> and, then, uh, really cool. and then we're we're doing another collection launch in July for a Halloween pre-order. That'll be a lot of fun. We just did the photo shoot for it a few days ago. Nice. That's exciting. Very cool. Yeah. Right on. Um, I, John, any parting thoughts or, or Lauren on this episode? Monsters <laughs> in Space. I mean, every sci-fi show needs monsters in space. I feel like yeah. I feel like every sci-fi show needs like a horror a, a horror episode like this one. I I, I think it fits right in, mm-hmm. regardless of how good or bad the episode is, or how good or bad the continuity of the in the season or the context. Like it's, I feel like every sci-fi needs like a break from hardcore science fiction and just have a little fun. Yeah. I'm, basically, I'm okay with that. And I, I think the thing I like most about an episode like this is just think, imagining being on that cast or that crew and how much fun everybody had working on this episode. There's some really great behind-the-scenes photos from this episode um, of uh, Gates McFadden directing 
and mm-hmm. her with everyone in costume and in makeup. And there's a there's a really great uh, photo with her and Barkley in the full spider makeup. You should yeah. Look like, it up. How right. much fun is that? Like, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a Star Trek star, and I was famous for being Deanna Troy. But also, I got to be like a frog person for a day. <laughs> right. Cool. Like, that was pretty cool. And blow out the budget a bit. One of those actors, or even if I was just on the crew, like this day would the the filming of this episode would go down in like memories. That was that was something they uh, I read that um, Gates McFadden was very hands on with the actors about their movements because she's a trained dancer. She was mm-hmm. trained, um, like telling them as as the animal you're turning into, this is how you're going to move. Mm. Well, and that kind of harkens back because she was the puppet uh, coordinator for like Labyrinth and she's a dance choreographer for like a ton of stuff. So that's like right up her alley. Chilly down. That's cool. Right on. Uh, Phil, I know I already know what you're going to say, but what are your your last thoughts on this one? Yeah, it's a a good episode. I I, shut up, asshole. Um, (laughs) Yeah, this is always a good watch. It's it's still scary. It holds up. I I enjoy it. Yeah, if you poke too hard, it falls apart, but it's fun. It's fun. And I'm fine with that. Then that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um all right. That's it. Uh David, why don't you do our spiel? All right, yeah, check us out at nerdtrickpodcast.com or now at thenerdtrick.com is our new named site. Uh, you can see us smiling back at you in the Meet the Nerds section. You can buy some of our stuff at Bonfire or at Cafe Press if you're feeling nostalgic. And whenever you are done turning into whatever your spirit animal is, you can give us a five-star rating and review, and we'll read it out over the air. Awesome. That is it for us. Thank you again, uh, John and Lauren, for joining yeah. us. I'm sure we'll we'll give you a little bit of a break because you've got some big life stuff coming up, but then we would love to have you back. Of course. I will probably stay far away from ds9 because i will have nothing nice to say about any ds9 ever we have to have her back then everybody's <laughs> done nothing but shower that in praise no, and i'm very curious to be back for ds9 i <laughs> she's gonna ruffle some feathers i yeah i you like I, ruffled I, feathers but yeah. she loves but she loves voyager and enterprise i love voyager and enterprise so are there any highlights in ds9 or you just like nope it's she just all Garrick. it's it's Garrick. not for you garrick, garrick. is my favorite and if we did, I'm sure someone's already claimed it, but like if if we did like a Vic Fontaine episode or a, like the the James Bond holodeck episode with Garrick and Bashir, mm-hmm. like I can have fun with that because I I do like Garrick, but I pretty much hate every other DS9 character. Interesting. <laughs> I think we might definitely have to have you back then so for fun. DS9. I have problems because we love some ruffled feathers and some hate. they're just so vanilla oh we're definitely having you back absolutely (laughs) this is gonna be so much fun sold no i'll hang out for voyager okay deal i (laughs) I will save some for voyager i love janeway janeway is is of course yeah how do you not like janeway she's great have you guys been watching prodigy i've seen the first season yeah it's good yeah, yeah, I watched the first few episodes. Fun. I just haven't had enough time to really. I need to sit down and watch a bunch at once to try and get into it. Yeah, I'll watch anything Star Trek. Okay. Yeah, it's cute. I can't wait for more Lower, lower Decks. Yeah, getting that yeah. Soon. soon. I'm excited for that. Or not? Do have a release date? I don't. It's usually kind of summerish, so maybe late summer. I don't know yet. We'll see. Love to have some more Lower Decks. Hell yeah. Um, But that's it for this episode, everyone. Thank you for listening. We will catch you on the next one. Yay! See ya. Everybody. Thank you.